Welcome to Act 4, your go-to post-movie podcast. It's a podcast about movies. My name is Peyton. Sarah next to me here, we got Connor. Hey, how you doing? And Joe's in the corner. Oh, yeah. And today, we are talking about the movie Hercules. Ooh. Not the Dwayne The Rock Johnson version. Uh, even Dang though it. we love ah, ourselves some of The Rock. So good. Just we, to see. Just we're doing, to finally yeah. doing a movie about him. Yeah, we, we'll get to him. But Come I back don't, next I don't week think, when we do Hercules, I don't the think, Dwayne Rock Johnson version. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that should be our no. first movie we do about The Rock. Um, uh, yeah, I haven't watched not. it, but I haven't I, I heard it's I've, not very I've good. I've heard nothing but poor things, and <laughs> I've said some of those poor things because it's a bad movie. Uh, the one we're doing is the Hercules, like the Disney Renaissance Hercules, 1997, um, like with Danny, classic musical. With Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Legend. Yeah. Legend. legend. Peyton, did you know it was Danny DeVito? No, because I didn't care, and I was really tired when I watched this movie, Dang. and I'm very tired right now, but it's going to be okay. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be absolutely fine. Spoiler alert for Hercules, yes. if you have not seen it. Um, or you don't know the legend of Hercules, I guess. Well, I mean, because it it's, really... it's kind of like that, it's but kind not of not. Really. It's but there's it's a little not. mythology, but not a lot of it. No, not at all. But if you're I mean, listening to this, you probably don't care, as like you know, per the usual. Um, but so yeah, this movie is about Hercules, son of Zeus and Hera. This is set in ancient Greece. The Greek gods are real. Um, and it's about Hades trying to take over Mount Olympus, and the only person that can stop him is Hercules. And so the movie is Hades making Hercules mortal, and then Hercules coming back to defeat Hades. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like showing that that arc of like going from literally zero to hero. Um, that's that's kind of what the movie's about. There's even a whole song about it. Hero to zero to. Yeah, hero. zero to hero to hero to zero, zero from to zero, zero to, to hero. hero. It's yes. a whole complicated mess. <laughs> it's, it's less of a character arc and more of a character wave. It's yeah. kind of ups and downs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But that's but how, Hades, that's how bro, movies go. Hades. What a memorable villain. Hades like, is like one of my favorite Disney villains. He's so good. He's up there with Scar, up there with Prince John. Absolute, so solid. I could say absolute fire. Dang, bro. You got the whole squad <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Just gave you the blankest look ever. Just like, <laughs> all right, all right, buddy. Uh, That's what we're doing. And you talk about Scar too. Give him that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, a little foreshadowing because mm-hmm. Scar is in this movie too. Yes, he is. Just because yeah. they could. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, when you've got, when you literally have movies with lions in it, and you're gonna include a lion for like, you might as well like just throw one of them in there and i feel like it wouldn't have made sense if it was mufasa or simba i mean it definitely could have been mufasa yeah but also i feel like that's a little you know like too soon too soon honestly okay (laughs) i mean this was only what like four years three years after lion king like it's too soon at that point no perfectly fine so do you want to explain the plot i feel like i already kind of explained it i mean i think we just go through it honestly yeah okay let's hop in First thing I noticed, this this does not correlate, is that the word, match up with the legend of Hercules, as in the fact of the matter that Zeus and Hera have the child, not Zeus and a mortal woman. So there, there's a little bit of yeah, difference th- in that. Thanks for, for bringing in some mythology here. Yeah. I used to be really into that kind of thing in like third grade, but I forgot it all. <laughs> 
I was, like, I was really into it when I read the Percy Jackson books. That's what I. That's yeah. exactly what I was about to like, say. Like third grade is when I Those started getting into Greek mythology, so and then fourth fire. and fifth oh grade started goodness. reading Percy Jackson. Maybe we should do Percy Jackson. It's on Disney Plus. No, the lightning <laughs> in the movie. It's bad. I know. No, it's we should bad. still do it. Um, what we have not been afraid of doing bad movies up to this that's point. True. That's, that's true. kind of our thing, and we're starting to try to do good movies, like Zootopia last week, and now Hercules. We're trying to do some better movies, but. We're, we're not afraid of bad movies. We really, did Shark Tale. Really not. <laughs> That's true. The reason I know all of this is because my freshman year in high school, I had to watch this two-hour-long documentary about Hercules, and I just it's in my mind all the time. <laughs> like, it's just constantly replaying. So, we, so we're going to hear some, like, fun facts from Connor today, like, throughout as we're going through? Yeah. Very cool. I mean, I don't remember a lot of it, but I do remember <laughs> the very beginning of it, one part in the middle, and then the part at the end. Okay. So the movie starts out with it start well it starts out with the narration well, yeah by the muses who are on the pottery and they're singing uh, very slaps. good so like the music the in this truth. movie is so good slaps Joe why are you looking at us like that I'm just you're sitting looking here. like you have something you want to say I and am you're just, just staring. sitting here yeah that's kind of how he does though he just kind of sits in the corner and okay. chimes in every now and then but that's okay you know. You don't have to contribute. It's almost like that's my established role. <laughs> uh, no, but so we get a little narration to explain. Oh, my goodness. Amber that? alert. That, that, that was not an amber alert. We would all gotten it. Interesting. Mm. Thank you, Apple, for whatever that was. You, you held your power button was being held for too long. And when it does that, it counts down from like five. And if you hold it down... Through that countdown, they send nine one one to your location. Why would they do so that? So you were two seconds or three seconds away from nine one one coming here. Why would they do that? If like you can't get up, like life alert style. If you uh, fall and you can't get up, you just hold the button, you hold the power button. You don't even have to do the swipe thing. See what you I just was hold thinking, it and I then was they come. Was like, you know, you're getting robbed. No, <laughs> but then you well hear the button. <laughs> no, then you'll hear that. Like there's there's a way to do it silently too. You can just instead of holding it, you can swipe. The holding would be like if you physically can't swipe. That's why they added that little feature. Pretty sure. I could have also made that all up, but I feel like that's what it's for. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Okay, back, back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> we get the little, um, and it's all on dishes and potteries, and they're explaining basically the world. They're world building this, this universe mm-hmm. here. Uh, talking about how Zeus conquered the Titans. He lives on Mount Olympus. All the gods live on Mount Olympus, except for Hades, I guess, mm-hmm. who lives in the underworld. Yeah, Zeus banished him to the underworld. Yeah. Uh, Which, honestly, kind of his fault that this whole movie happens. Like, like that's that you know you didn't want that job, and you just sent your brother down there. You know, like, he's gonna not like you. They don't really establish that they're siblings, do they? Mm-hmm. Do they? I mean, they don't, I don't think they necessarily establish it, but, like, that's... Like a big part of the mythology. I yeah. mean, like, Zeus's big brother, and then Poseidon and Hades are the little brothers. Yeah, it's the big three, and we don't. You need did, yeah, you just kind of know. Yeah, I feel like most people know that. They, I mean, he acts like the scornful brother in this movie. Like that's kind of his role. Yeah, he's jealous of Zeus and wants to defeat him. But so, we get like Hercules is born, and he's like up there, and they're having like this big baby shower thing. Even though it's like after the baby's born, but that's okay. They're just like celebrating that Hercules is around. Perfectly fine. And Hades comes in and like, you know, sees the baby 
And he's like, oh, yeah, cool, baby. And then he goes back to the underworld, and he meets the three fates who tell him the future because he calls them cute. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so that was a whole little thing, even though these girls ain't cute. <laughs> they before, share one eyeball. <laughs> but before that, it's just weird. <laughs> we get introduced weird. to pain and panic. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Great, great. Pain characters. and Panic, really great characters. My favorite thing, like, so when he, when we first get introduced, like, Hades yells out for Pain. He goes, Pain! And and Pain just is running down the stairs as fast as his little body can take him. And he goes, <laughs> he goes coming your most lugubriousness. And I thought that was just, like, really funny because I'd never heard that word before. So I Googled that? it. What does it mean? It means mournful. So coming your most mournful, which I get, you know, fair enough. Like, I'm going to start trying to yeah. use that word, like, lugubrious. I'm gonna to try to like use that in yeah. in more day to day language. Yo, I really love the writing in this like the jokes in this movie. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Are, it's like, really funny for adults. Like it's a kids movie that does really well at making jokes to adults. Like Disney my, does so good at that. One of my favorite jokes in this entire movie is um, when Hades is introduced in on Mount Olympus. He goes, "What is this a mosaic?" And he keeps walking because <laughs> uh, <laughs> everybody just like stops when he yeah. walks in. One of my favorite jokes from the first couple of minutes is when you get introduced to the fates and they're saying that they're past, present, and future. And then the fate that is future just I had, goes, that's what I was just say. goes indoor plumbing. It's going to be, be big good. and just nudges. <laughs> I think it's, pain. it's either it's pain. It's pain. Yeah. I just thought it was really funny. Cause it was something that like when I would watch it as a kid would never pick up on that. <laughs> that's the, yeah. yeah. I wrote that down. That's one of the few things I have in my notes was indoor plumbing. Cause I thought that was so funny. <laughs> Because I was like, is it? I was like, oh, I guess, yeah, they don't have indoor plumbing. <laughs> um, and then, what is that even? One thing I was confused oh. about before we get into that. I was confused by my note. I couldn't read my handwriting. <laughs> just sitting <laughs> there writing notes at like 2 a.m. You're like, ah. <laughs> Was the fates can see the future? But, like, can they see an exact future? Or can they see a, like, prediction of the future? I, th- I think they just, like... Um, they they are able to like prophesy about the future. They're able to give like what can happen, but not necessarily what will happen. Because I think like the universe still has free will. Because like I'm gonna lie, like that that indoor plumbing quote that that, that was pretty rock solid. Like she was like, "This is gonna happen," and then yeah. they go straight into a quote about like, "Ah, if Hercules fights, which you should know if Hercules is gonna fight or not, like you'll fail." Mm-hmm. Um. And I was just, I was confused. I was like, I don't know. You should know everything. Yeah. And then Hades makes the dumbest of all the dumb moves. He sends his two stupid henchmen to go take care of the baby. Like, if you want a job done right, you got to do it yourself. And this is the one job. Like, this determines whether or not you're going to be king of the world or not. And you send these two idiots to go do it for you. I want to say it takes him ten tries to learn his lesson. Yeah, he keeps keeps on sending... <laughs> These two dummies to go do it and like doesn't ever do it himself. But also like so he sends pain and panic to go steal Hercules. Why is Hercules' bed literally in a different house from Zeus and Hera? Did you like notice that? Yes. Like it's it's in a separate it's in a separate house. He has like his own crib, like literally. And they just come in and they steal him, and Zeus and Hera can't get there quick enough because they're in a completely separate house. Like, most couples, when they have a newborn, I feel like they stay, like, in the room with the parents for the first little bit, and then they get their own room. But it's, like, right next door, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't give your kid, like, the shed out back. 
Like <laughs> for Zeus being like <laughs> the god of the gods, kind of dumb. <laughs> he, he, oh, he, does, he is a little dumb. stupid sometimes, bro. <laughs> but I mean, I guess they've got to have a plot. So I guess Hades not doing it and the baby being really far away are all things that make the plot happen. But it is a little stupid. Yeah. Uh, also, Hercules as a baby, swole baby, swole. like <laughs> like. Um, like he he beats up pain and panic so easily as, when they're so snakes. As snakes, mm-hmm. that's one of the few things that they get right. So if you don't know, Hera actually sends two snakes to go kill Hercules when he's a child because Zeus had a kid with another woman. Mm, so, like, so she's jealous and decides yeah. to kill the child. Exactly, and he beats up the snakes. Like he just and just kills the snakes straight up. <laughs> yeah, he just ties them together, throws them off. Well, that's, and, yeah, and the people and so are like. What? I noticed that, and I was like, "Oh, look at that!" Yeah, and that they at least stayed with that. Fun fact by Connor. Yes. Yeah, he he is a a swole baby, and he grows up to be a uh, a very scrawny man because pain and panic make him drink this pink juice that makes him mortal. But he still. But, but there was still a drop of it that he didn't get, so he's still strong. Don't know how that works because I did. I don't know why his strength is tied. To his immortality and like all his strength remains, but his immortality is gone. I don't understand how that concept works. But basically, he's human, either. but a very, 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 very strong human. Yes, is kind of the thing. He's scrawny though. He he starts to when he grows up, he becomes like this really lanky, scrawny dude with massive feet. He also Did y'all notice how big his feet were. They're really big. They're giant, humongous feet. Bro. This man's got like size fifteen sandals, easily. Easily. And have you seen him jump, bro? He can jump pretty <laughs> high. He he needs him for basketball. He for, d- basketball. For Why is Hercules not in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> this man he could have so easily gone D one. Like tell me he could <laughs> tell me he could be goat. He'd be the but goat. no one likes him because he destroys everything. Bro, he just needs Shaq, to assert, hey, he needs to assert his too? dominance and just dunk on all these fools. Shaq destroyed everything too, but everybody loves Shaq. I guess. I love Shaq. Shaq is, <laughs> Shaq is the man. I love Shaq because of the Icy Cock commercials. That's exclusively why. <laughs> no, I'm a Bro, gold, Hercules I'm a might, guy for him. I mean, you could say that Hercules is just out here Shaq in a fool. Yeah. Ooh. You could. Okay. All right. <laughs> Back to Hercules and not Shaq in a fool. <laughs> Uh, Bro, you're the one that brought up Shaq. I did bring up Shaq because you brought up basketball. All right. right. So, <laughs> he gets adopted by these two older couple. Like, they're older. Yeah, well, they're and they're poor people. Like, they yeah. never had kids. They're peasants. They're, you know, they, they take them in. They're, you know, they're nice people. Mm-hmm. And we see, like, Hercules helping his dad out. But everybody in the town doesn't like him because he's so strong. I don't that he destroys that. everything. I don't either. And then like he takes down the entire like marketplace. I don't understand how that building was so unstable. So like if you haven't seen the movie, what happens is like these kids throw a frisbee thingy like a discus, and it goes over one of their heads. And so Hercules runs to catch it, and he jumps up super high, catches it, and he like lands into one of the pillars. Something that's like not even his own strength. He just hits the pillar, and then the pillar. Falls over and it's like domino effect knocks them all over. What doesn't make sense to me is it looks like the frisbee carries him. Yeah. So like when he catches it, like the frisbee carries him into the pillar, and I'm just yeah. like, he's strong enough to just body that back down. Yeah, I. Yeah. It does make sense, but also like the building being yeah I'm so not, unstable. I'm not gonna blame Hercules for like shoddy architecture. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. that's not his that fault. Was, that's that, not his fault. The building was completely unstable. Whoa, did you used to be an architecture major or something? I mean, kind of. Yeah, mm. so so tell us, what's what was wrong with the architecture there in that building? I was did an, you, architect- did you learn I was an architecture major for a semester, <laughs> so... So no, no fun facts from Joe? No, no. fun facts from uh, Joe. All so. we did was build cubes. <laughs> Shout out to Jason, my cube building buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, the people that built this building could not build at all. Yeah. It was like, it came down like dominoes, like was basically what happened. Like nothing was attached to yeah, one another. Yeah, that's what it was. It, like, it was like, it was nothing just was stacked. Attached. Nothing, there was no like mortar, no super glue, no nails, no nothing. Nope. Just you know? all stone on stone. Super glue. Yeah. Yep. That's right. what I'm saying. Like not even super glue. Like they could have exactly. used something to hold them together and they didn't use anything. It is almost like this is ancient Greece. Wow. Well, that's why I started with mortar, yeah. which which they had. Because, you know, in ancient Greece, they built massive, like, temples that are structurally a sound and still holding up today. But this one little market... Huge. These temples were it huge. It falls down. <laughs> um, but it falls down. Everyone's mean to him, which I wouldn't be. Like, I understand this is, like, to get the plot going. Yeah. But if the strongest guy... Yeah. In the world, in like at least in your town, like rolled up to you by a lot. This man can literally pick up a building. Yeah, like it's not even like he's the the one dude that works out a lot. This dude is scrawny, but he can lift a building. I'd be scared. Yeah, like I, I this think kid people... like rolls out to him and calls him Hercules. Like he can yeah. kill you with a punch. Yes. easy. Just one punch, you're your, dead. Your punchable face. Just straight in the face. Mm-hmm. All your teeth are broken. And this man has the audacity to call him Jerkules, <laughs> what, like three times in yes. one scene? Mm-hmm. That's so, Okay, so that's my biggest problem with this movie, I think, is that they try to set up Hercules. They got to set him up as wanting to be more. But they set him up as everybody hating him because he's strong. It, I think it would have been a lot stronger if everybody was afraid of him. And they yes, don't make yeah. it seem like people are afraid. Like some of it, they show a little fear, but it's mostly like people, they don't really show that they're scared of him as much as they just don't like him because he breaks stuff. I think if they really lean into the fact that people are afraid of him, I think then that like is a more powerful driving force for him to go forward than just everybody thinking, you know, he's just Jerkules and he's just like, cause like he doesn't try to do anything. He's just kind of clumsy and really strong. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if people were afraid of him, that'd be a little bit stronger start to the movie. But we get what we get. It's still a really good movie, I think, mm-hmm. regardless. But I feel like that is kind of a, the weak point of the movie for me, at least, is that it just seems like his motivations, like everybody hating him, is kind of the cheap way out, you know? And They're just like trying to find there. some way of setting this up as yeah. like an underdog story to where like he has to like rise and like find like... Mm-hmm. His inner strength and not just like his physical strength, yeah. which is the message of the movie. Yeah, but but it's also it's I not agree like, that it would be more yeah. effective. Did it stop? No, it didn't. No. What are y'all doing? What the, the computer turned off? Yeah, like it like it went to the screen seer. I'm on the other side of the computer. I can't see it. Yeah, so you just mind your own business over here. You're you're in the corner. Just chilling in the corner. I'm just trying to get out of thought, and then Connor starts trying to, like, move the mouse with his foot, and I'm just like, what's going on? So, yeah. But he finally gets told. He finally gets told that he's adopted, which, I mean, 
you could kind of tell that he was adopted. It doesn't really make sense. I don't know. I mean, he's scrawny. The old man is scrawny. So you can be I mean, like, sure, whatever. The old man doesn't have a chin, though. Like, that chin line, that draw line. <laughs> he really does ooh. have a massive chin. Ooh. He has Zeus's chin. He does. And Hera's eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's told that when he goes to Zeus's temple to find out who he really is. Yes. But we get another banger of a song in mm-hmm. Go the Distance. Yep. Uh, Which comes back and reprises itself a few times. So, I mean, and also serves as like the score for most of the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, they play that like in just emotional moments. That's just the kind of the score that plays around. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the most effective parts of this era of like Disney movies. Like the Renaissance era of movies mm-hmm. is where all of them are like set up to where they're musicals. Yeah. Yeah. But all of the songs are like these like super like powerful ballad songs like, the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they just, like, are really effective in carrying plot points through music. Yeah, they are. And then they use that music throughout the movie, yeah. like, just behind the scenes, so it all feels very tied together. It's not like... It just incorporates itself into the score, too. Because there's there's movies that... And it's not going to be a direct comparison because it's not, like, a musical. But like, Shark Tale just throws music in there that's kind of relevant to the story, but they just kind of throw it in there. And then they have this Hans Zimmer score whenever they're not playing these songs Mm -hmm. and it like feels like disjointed and ununified and like this movie the score ties into ties into the plot it's not a direct comparison because like it's a musical so obviously the score is going to tie into the plot a little bit more but they're not like jumping to a completely different score when it's not the songs like Mm -hmm. it's all very unified which is just I mean that's all the Disney musicals and renaissance movies like i think they're all very like consistent like that anyways i mean like if you look at the movies that are in this era from little mermaid beauty and the beast aladdin lion king Mm -hmm. pocahontas mulan and tarzan like those are like the like most popular ones from this Mm -hmm. era like all of them rescuers rescuers was one wasn't it rescuers down under yeah rescuers down under like you can't you can't just forget about them and then there was uh hunchback notre dame yeah hunchback Mm -hmm great movie so like those are all the movies from this era mm-hmm. and all of them incorporate music really well i don't really know about rescuers that much to be I honest i think that's i think that's the outlier <laughs> that's the one yeah. that i feel like most people are kind of like eh, that one doesn't really count as renaissance yeah. like it just happened to be <laughs> in this time but all the other ones like super powerful songs mm-hmm. throughout all of them incorporating back into plot points yeah and being really effective ways to use music as narration like this movie does a Mm -hmm. lot which is one of the coolest things that it does and kind of differentiates it from the other ones is that it's just they use music to just switch from like scene to scene when yeah which is really nice yeah it's not just like because there's aladdin kind of does that but i feel like lion king doesn't really use songs as narration as much Mm -mm. they're just musical numbers are in there and they're so good like not yeah. dogging on lion king i think lion king is the best movie from the renaissance era for sure and probably one of the best disney movies like of all time um but like it uses it doesn't use songs in the same way that hercules uses songs and that some of the songs are narrative a little bit but they mostly like the characters will say something that's the narration and then they'll sing about it whereas yep. this movie they just kind of just sing about it and that's the narration mm-hmm. you know and it works different. I feel like Aladdin kind of does the same thing as Hercules. Um, in a lot of ways, it uses songs as narration. But even then, it's not quite as much as Hercules uses it. 
I feel like one of the reasons that the Lion King has songs that I f- feel like kind of stand out more is because they are in that like musical number aspect that you were mm-hmm. talking about. And fun fact, Ooh. the Lion King Do had three fact. songs. So three songs from the from one movie were all nominated for best original song at the Academy Awards. They had three nominations and, one, and okay. it did win it's, one. Uh, Hakuna Matata. Yeah, for sure. Hakuna yeah. Matata. Can't wait to be king. Or yeah. I just, yeah. yeah nope. I just can't, can't wait. wait to be king. Really? Nope. Really? Be prepared. Uh, be prepared. Nope. What? Um, can you feel the love tonight? Can you feel the love tonight? Circle of life. Hakuna Matata. Ooh. All of them with lyrics by Elton John. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Elton John. Yeah. But. One well, thing. okay. But so, wait, okay. Wait. But that's While the crazy this, thing. Is that of, those three well, songs. Circle of Life and Can You Feel the Love Tonight really. They, those aren't musical numbers. Really. Like, those ones are more like songs that they do at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. those are. That's that's more score. Hakuna Matata is the only one that's more of the musical yeah. number. But yeah. And you, Real you quick. Gonna... Just want to get something off my chest. <laughs> In the new Lion King, oh, they we're say. We're talking about this. <laughs> I just wanted to say something real quick. They sing Can You Feel the Love tonight? In the middle of the day. Yes, they do. And it's the most frustrating thing about save, that movie. Save that for when we when we do Lion King. Yes. <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest because okay. it really bothers me. All right, Joe. Or Joe so, so Connor's really been wanting to say something for like the last three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I have two things to say now. First off, this is going to throw it way back to when we were talking about Hercules Go the Distance. They used the song. <laughs> oh, for, yeah. That's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> for only. Wait a minute. <laughs> heroic moments like when he triumphs over something that's when they use the song and i really like yeah because like that shows him going the distance go the distance exactly second thing beautiful thank you can you feel love night is a musical score it's sung by timon and pumba get out of here well for a little bit Uh, for like half the song yeah but not the whole thing i i guess it's kind of okay doesn't matter. Back to Hercules. So, where he were we? Zeus. Oh, yeah. He, and he goes to Zeus. to Peg, Pegasus. And... He gets Pegasus, and he finds out he needs to go to Philatides, and yes. a.k.a. just Phil. Baby Pegasus is so cute. Okay, oh, yeah, my goodness. Throwing it back to the beginning. Right back That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. When he meets <laughs> Pegasus, uh, Zeus describes him. He goes, he goes, <laughs> It's a horse with the brain of a bird. <laughs> and Pegasus goes, huh? <laughs> like, I don't think that's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> thought that was a little funny. Yeah. And then he goes off to find Phil. And Phil is like this uh, satyr who has trained like all the biggest heroes, like Achilles, Perseus, all these guys. Odysseus. Um, Odysseus. Yeah. Like all the, all the heroes from like greek mythology mm-hmm. and hercules wants him to train him and he like has to spend some time convincing him that like he should and then he shows him that he's a really strong boy and feels like, feels ah, like wow wow you're well, cool like that's free oh no no i can't do that yeah and then it takes him getting zapped by lightning from zeus for him to finally do it mm-hmm. and then we get um the song is called i think my last hope i'm gonna figure it out right now yeah one last hope Song slaps, certified banger. Love that song too. I love every single song of the soundtrack, but this this song slaps. I don't remember that song. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. It was it was three in the morning last night when I watched this. <laughs> it was one in the morning last night when I watched this. <laughs> it was also three in the morning when I watched this. 
I guess you were more awake than I was. Uh, probably. I just got done watching an episode of Lost, but that doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. Well, every song in this movie is a certified banger. Yes. I think, I think that goes without saying. Oh, cause... but I'm going to say it every single time. We get to get okay. introduced to a song. So, now he starts, like, his training with Phil, and we get, like, this whole, like, training montage. He's with getting one last hope. He's get, yeah, he's getting... Oh, okay, so that's when that song is. Yes. Got it. Understood. I thought like you were talking about just like a song that happened. I was like, I don't remember that. But yeah, training montage. Uh, Hercules gets really swole, gets super big. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we meet Meg. I was going to talk about the Karate Kid reference. Oh, yeah. In the I mean, training montage, there's a Karate Kid reference. Yeah, the the crane. Yeah, the crane. And then they do the crane Chicago. kicks. And it's while the sun's setting. Mm-hmm. And you get Phil, Hercules, and Pegasus all doing them. Mm-hmm. So Pegasus also can fight. Like, oh, we see that a few times in the yeah, movie. Pegasus, Pegasus is... You know, brutal. But then, then we meet Meg, who is our, I guess, the main plot driver in this movie, because she ends up becoming Hercules's weakness, um, and she's like kind of an anti-hero for a little while, but she doesn't like want to be, which makes her an interesting character. Because I feel like it's really easy to have someone who's like, they're a bad guy, but you think they're a good guy the whole time, like a twist villain. And she's not really a twist villain. She's She's a good person who has to do bad things because she has no other choice, which yes. makes her a compelling character. Um, she also has just like some funny like lines in the movie. Um, but we get introduced to her. Hercules saves her from the river monster dude. Yes. And the river something. Yeah. But that's his first trial, if you don't know. In the, uh, in the Legend of Hercules, he has 12 trials that he has to go through, and that's his first one. So... Just little. Thank you for that fun fact, Connor. <laughs> so he meets Meg, thinks she's really cute. Um, they have a whole thing, and then where does he even we, go from there? We go to the Big Olive. The what? The Big Olive. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what Phil calls it. When he gets there, what's the name of the place? Ah, it's it's blanking on me right now. Oh, Thebes. Thebes. Yes. <laughs> So <laughs> I did not. Understand. I was like, I yes. was like, I watched this movie last night, and I don't know what you're talking about. But yes, okay, because okay, Thebes is up. compared to it's like the New York City of ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. And it's call, a dirty big town, and they I call get it the Big Olive instead of the Big Apple. Okay, understood. I I, I know what you're talking about now. I just remember the joke. <laughs> so okay. confused. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go to they go to Thebes, and, and he's looking to be a hero. And you know, you get the part where like you have the four. Thebes characters because they're, they're always shown in the mm-hmm. fight. Um, don't know any of their names. I don't know any of their names either. Like they're the four people from Thebes. Exactly. And they're like, did the earthquakes happen before the fire or after the flood? And they're talking about all these natural disasters and everything bad that happens to him and Hercules shows up and he's like, and they start like digging in on him like, can you defeat a gigantic titan? Can you reverse natural disasters? Can you do yada yada yada? And he's like, nah, I've never done that before. And he goes, we need a pro hero, not an amateur one. That's when Meg shows back up, which mm-hmm. we get introduced. We get like halfway between him saving Meg and this Meg showing up. We get revealed that she's working with Hades. Mm-hmm. Well, it has to. She, yeah. she has her. She sold her life to Hades. Exactly. Uh, and so she works with Hades because she has to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, there's a guy named Hercules that saved me. And Hades gets 
<coughs> Hades gets really mad because pain and panic were supposed to kill. Some mm-hmm. some could say that Hades got heated. Yes. <laughs> I don't think the fire puns are working today because that wasn't very funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Thank you, Connor. Because you yeah. made one earlier. <laughs> hey, I like puns. They're funny. That's all I got to say. I made it because I knew Connor would laugh because he made one earlier. <laughs> and I that was the reaction I was expecting from you. Yeah, uh, You're welcome. Thank you, Peyton. Sorry. I, I just didn't want to disappoint what you had expected from me. There it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. so Hades gets mad at pain and panic because they didn't, you know, you know, off Hercules. <laughs> I, I did a little slitting my throat action. I just realized people can't see finger, us. Finger so. throat means yeah, death. I mean, yeah, um, that, that whole thing. But Meg shows back up. He's like, hey, Hercules, I think Wonder Boy is what... Wonder Boy. Yeah. Um, there's two kids trapped in the land in this cave that got landslided in. You got to go help them. And he's running there, and he he sees there's two voices that call out. They're like, "Help, help!" Call X or I X I I, which is nine one one. Yeah, I really like that joke. I was just like, "That's that's pretty funny." Um, but he li- he lifts the boulder off, and these two kids get out, and they're like. Wow, you're really strong. Thank you for saving us. And they run off, and it's they just pain and panic, shape shift into kids. Uh, and they were adorable as kids, though. They really were. <laughs> they really jeepers, Mister. You're really strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love afterwards. They're just like, <laughs> just what was that? <laughs> what was it? And then Hades is like, Nah, that was great acting. Y'all sold it. Y'all sold it. And then we get introduced to the Hydra. Is it a Hydra? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the the hose head gets cut off and more come back. I thought that's what a hydra is. So they called it a. No, it's definitely the. It's hydra. a hydra. Is it the hydra? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. The hydra, when its head gets cut off, two more grow in its place. Like that's Correct. the whole but thing. Three grew in yeah, this place. Yeah. Well, Boob IMDb says hydra, so it's hydra. Yeah. Okay. It's hydra. But like that's, I mean, that's just what it is. I thought they know? called it like an am scrab or something. I don't know that word, but. <laughs> But it's a Hydra. Okay. Regardless of what they call it, it's a Hydra. Yeah. Um, and so Hercules doesn't figure out that, like, cutting off the heads isn't doing anything. Because this thing goes from one head to, like, 40 heads. So he, In, like, he, a minute, he's, bro. Yeah, he's just chopping their, the head off over and over and over again, and nothing's <laughs> happening. Phil's like, can you cut it out with the whole head slicing thing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Hercules do be a little bit dumb sometimes. Sometimes. And then... But he then slides he slides down a yeah. head, like he slides down the neck of one, and then like gets thrown off into this rock, and immediately gets captured by this thing. Yeah, and his uh, his best his best instinct is just to slap the rock behind him and create a landslide, <laughs> which was smart. It just was crush it insanely smart. And then somehow he ends up in the hand of the that monster. was not crushed by a rock. Yep, <laughs> and he and he crawls out of it, and it's a very heroic, awesome moment. And he's like, yeah, you know, and everybody's like, yeah. And then he does zero to hero. And then Hades is also, Hades is the only guy that's like, no, I hate you. Yeah. Oh, also Hades has a great line uh, when the Hydra starts to fight. He, he does the whole like, um, like the let's get ready to rumble thing. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into let's get ready to rumble. It's only halftime, boys, when it, the yeah. first head gets chopped off. And, and then it comes when, back. And then when Hades, when Hercules gets captured, he's like, my favorite part, sudden death. And then mm-hmm. the Hydra dies, I guess. He's just such a good character. Great. So Great cool. villain. But but then Zero to Hero happens. Yeah, so 
probably my favorite song in the movie. I really like Zero to Hero. Banger. So good. And this is where we see how a hero montage should be done. Mm-hmm. This is how we see someone rising to fame. Now, we did uh, two episodes on Shark Tale. And if you have yes. not listened to those, you should, because they are also certified bangers. But in Shark Tale, we see Oscar rise to like superstardom over the course of a montage. But he does nothing to deserve his rise to fame. This is like... This whole montage is just Hercules proving himself over and over and over and over again. Defeating monster after monster and rising to fame more and more and more. As he defeats monsters, he becomes more famous. Mm-hmm. He gets like shoe deals. With, he, he comes Air out with Herx. the Air Hercs and yep. like gets on all the pottery Drinks. and has like drink cups and like all and that action stuff. Action figure. Action figures. Phil even gets an action figure, which is kind of cool. Phil does get an action figure. <laughs> I don't know about Pegasus though. I feel kind of bad for him. Oof. But so... If Phil got one, Pegasus had to probably. have one. Probably. But so... So this is like how you establish your character rising to fame. It's a he has to keep proving himself and as he proves himself he rises to fame. And this is how Shark Tale should have did it. Yes. Like or done it. This is how Shark Tale should have done it. Mm-hmm. Because if if Oscar would have like kept fake fighting sharks or something or looking like he was destroying sharks or something like they could have done a whole montage of Lenny dressing up as a different shark over and over again and him rising to fame as he does that. Like, I feel like that would have been a lot better than what we got yes. where it's just, he does it and it's just this whole montage of him rising to fame and having no reason to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that was one thing like watching this movie, that was a big parallel that I saw and seeing how it's done, how it can be done very, very well versus how it can be done wrong. And to make it even better, it's done to an amazing musical number. So it works like even better. Yes. And fun fact with Connor uh, he goes to through eight monsters or trials uh, in this zero to hero montage. Meaning he's done ten by so this point. So meaning he's up to ten because the river one was a trial and the hydrant mm-hmm. was also a trial. Yeah. Uh, and then he does eight in the montage, so he's up. He, we're up to ten. We're up to ten. Okay, wait a minute though. Couldn't you say each titan is a trial? No. So he does. Four trials when he destroys the Titans? No. Why not? Because here's... Each monster counts as a trial, so why doesn't each Titan count as a hero? Because... Or the Titans should count as like five heroes each because they're massive. Okay. So, <laughs> first off, they're not even the same trials as the one in the, in the Legends. Pretty sure Hercules has to like hold the world. Like he has to take the world from Atlas. Like he gets tricked in taking it. Then like give it back. And then he gives it back to Atlas somehow. I do remember in that from Percy Jackson. And that's a trial. So, like, <laughs> the fact of the matter is that they didn't even, like, do the trials. What the trial for the Titans was, was defeating, the, like, all of Hades. Like, mm-hmm. defeating his plan. That was that was his trial. And then the last trial. We'll get into it at the very end. Um, but that that was the trial. Not, not each monster. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of trials, um, I know something that all of our listeners should try. And that's Bee's Gelati. Uh, so we're going to slide into a sponsor segment real quick uh, and then we'll be back and we'll talk about what's next what even happens what next, next? is um, yeah. where he goes to he goes to back to Zeus and he's like hey I'm an action figure I'm a true hero now and like nah. oh yeah and then he goes his way has a date with Meg like he has a date with Meg we should pick up on the date with Meg so so yeah then I'll yeah 
All right, so we're gonna we're gonna hear about Bee's Delight, and then we're gonna talk about Meg and Hercules. So, you know what you should try? You, right there. You, person who's listening to this right now. You already know the answer. It's Bees Gelati. Ooh. Now, if you're not in Gainesville, that's unfortunately, right. you can't try Bees Gelati, and that's really come sad. But you should come to Gainesville. Try Bees Gelati. Try Bees Gelati. Leave. That's all you need to do. That's, that's it. That's, that's the reason to come here. Mm-hmm. Not, not Gator football. Not, what else do we have here? I don't know why else you'd come here. UF. Yeah, but that's kind of in Gators football. Yeah, you know, don't come here for UF. You know, you could, but you know what you should come here for? Bees Gelati. Bees Gelati. Bees Gelati. Gotta come here for Bees Gelati. You, yes, you, who's listening to this right now. You know you want Bees Gelati. It's great. It really is. Bees Gelati. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. At Bees Gelati. That's B-Z-G-E-L-A-T-I. At Bees Gelati. Find out where they're going to be this week. Find out where they're going to be next week. Follow them every week. Yeah. That's, that's about it. You, who's listening to this right now, enjoy the rest of the podcast. Hercules and Meg sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. But they don't actually kiss. We're not doing the singing anymore, Chief. No, it's okay. okay. I just needed a way to transition into it. All right, I guess. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah, that's where we are. Hercules so, yeah. and Meg—they well, they start mean, to get really close. If we really want to. Can we take a step back to where where Meg goes to Hercules, and is like, "Hey, like, let's play a little hooky." We get the scar rug. Scars in the movie, mm-hmm. which is just a nice little nice little nod in. We like that. Yep. Yeah, and then they go and they play hooky, which mm-hmm. we see none of that, but we hear about it. They go to a play, they go to a dinner, mm-hmm. and then they and meet back in a garden full of Sculpt- sculptures, sculptures and statues, mm-hmm. uh, one of which is of Hercules, yes. which is kind of cool, I guess. I mean, when you're <laughs> that famous. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, like, Hercules and Meg are talking, and Meg's backing up, and she literally runs into Cupid's arrow, which is a nice little, oh, it's a nice little small detail that I like. So, isn't Cupid a Roman like thing yeah not greek. i guess so whatever the whatever the roman or greek equivalent of cupid is if there i don't is know one. oh well it's okay we're not I mean, supposed hey, to be taking that seriously they use still... roman numerals they do <laughs> so it's fine <laughs> i didn't think fine. about that <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely fine um but like pegasus and phil end up finding hercules finally and is like you're gonna go for the workout of your lifetime, you're going to go do all these stairs and then they take off. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hercules is still looking at Meg and then Phil gets knocked off of mm-hmm. Pegasus, which is important to the plot later. Um, and then we get another song. I won't say it is a banger and it's my favorite song on the soundtrack. It's Meg's song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's with also with the muses in the background. Mm-hmm. Certified. Banger, double slaps. That's all I got to say about that song. It's absolutely great. It was a really good song. And it, it's a great moment of like character development for Meg, too. Like, it's a mm-hmm. great example of how this movie uses songs to really push the plot forward and not just be songs to be songs. It's another song that's like showing a lot of 
her changing on the inside and like her character development you know mm. i'd say like meg's character was like kind of one-dimensional during like the first part of the movie because like all she was like all you knew of her was that she was just subject to whatever hades wanted her to do mm-hmm. and now this is showing that she's like yeah. starting to like have her own feelings and like yeah come into her own as a character and not be just under the shadow of whatever hades plan is at the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then after that song like hades comes hades shows up and it's like talks yo what's his weakness He's like, uh, Wonder Boy. she's like, Wonder Boy's perfect, doesn't have a weakness. And Hades is like, ah, well, I found the weakness. Well, no, before, but before that, like, Phil, Phil overhears part of it. Yes. And then runs off to tell Hercules. But after he leaves, we find out how Meg has her, like, life sold to Hades. Yes. And that's such a big part of character development for her character is that we find out that the reason that she owes her life to Hades is because she traded her life for the person she loved, like, mm-hmm. before. And then he, like, ran off with someone else. And so, like, that shows right there that she is a really loving and caring person. Like, she is a good person. Because yes. before this, you kind of think she's just a bad guy. Like, mm-hmm. we just... You, you can see there's glimpses of good, but most of the time you think she's faking it until you find out that she actually is a really nice person. She just has no other choice, you mm-hmm. know? Which I think is a really big moment that I didn't want to look over. But, yeah, That's Hades cool. finds out that she is Hercules' weakness, yes. and so he, like, takes her captive. Yeah. And then Phil, Phil goes, goes to try to, to tell Hercules. Hercules mm-hmm. And, like, Hercules keeps interrupting Phil, yada, yada, yada. Basically, Phil's like, nah, she a fraud. Mm-hmm. She working with Hades or working with whoever at this point. I don't think they know Hades is, a, is the main villain here. They don't really mm-hmm. establish yeah. that. Like, he's kind of in the background, like, pulling strings, but, like, they never have a meet-up and fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's, like, she's a fraud, working with somebody else. Uh, and then Hercules, like, slaps Phil. And Phil's like, I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, I'm getting the first barge out of here and going, going back, back to, to my, his little island. Yeah. Going back to his little island. Um, and as soon as that happens, Hades shows up and is like, hey, yo. I got a deal for you. I like making deals. You give up your strength for a day. I'll let Meg free. Simple as that. Uh, nothing, no harm will come to her at all. Like, you just got to give up your strength for 24 hours. And yeah. he agrees to it. Yeah. Well, but the big thing is Hercules is like, but nothing can happen to Meg. And yeah. he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, nothing will happen to her. Yeah, sure. She'll be fine. She's not going to get hurt at all. And he like kind of shrugs it off. And then they shake on that. And that becomes his downfall it does is that he didn't think it through like the whole movie is like that's that is hades's weakness is that he doesn't think things through yeah but as soon as he releases meg he goes oh she was also working for me the entire time how about that Uh, and then hercules gets really upset and is like ah phil was right he Mm -hmm. used me Uh, yada 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 one thing that i noticed is his eyes his eyes are blue the entire movie Except for when he gives up his strength, they go to gray, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy. Well, because the blue eyes are like the eyes of his mother, and mm-hmm. now that he's like completely mortal. mortal, it you know, yeah, yeah, that is a good detail. He definitely like his whole body becomes desaturated when yeah. he's a human, because he wasn't like glowing like he is when he becomes a god, but he was always like you know bright, and now he has like no color mm-hmm. to like 
the animation reflects a lot of how he feels on the inside. Yeah, that like strong. the way characters are depicted through saturation and color is like almost like a plot point in itself mm-hmm. to where the mortal people when they're in um Thebes, like everybody is kind of like desaturated and is just there. In where? Thebes? 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 I don't Sorry, you just it, it just it caught me off guard. It caught me off guard cuz I didn't know what you were talking about. Y'all were both looking at me. I was like, that's the name of the place, right? <laughs> Thebes. All right, yeah. Thebes. Yes, the they, are, they are all very desaturated in color. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. And then Hercules was like the brightest of all those people when mm-hmm. he's around them. And now that, and now he's to their level. Mm-hmm. So there's like three different tiers and Hercules was like in the middle mm-hmm. for most of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, he was still part God. So he was yeah. brighter than everybody else in color. You know, he was like kind of a demigod little thing happening. And then when he goes full god, he just comes on full glowing. And then when he's fully mortal, he's like fully yeah. desaturated. Which is like really clever animation, mm-hmm. you know, on the part of Disney. But um, yeah, he becomes fully man. And then Hades goes. Hades goes and releases the Titans. Super fast. Like he just, like, he just, he rides out there on his chariot just opens up the gates and they start walking and then they find out they're walking the wrong direction so they turn around and they start walking to mount olympus and they just like go up mount olympus and capture everybody so fast oh yeah i don't know how many cards like i don't know how he played that many cards that fast hades is just well i mean the stars aligned (laughs) you know so it was the right moment Mm -hmm. oh that was the other big plot point in this movie is that like it had to happen right then because all the planets were going to align. Yeah. But so, like, the Titans go up and capture every god, including Zeus. Like, mm-hmm. they're nothing. And then Hades makes another mistake and sends an, one of the Titans, the Cyclops, to go fight Hercules. Mm-hmm. Which uh, he does, and Hercules goes to fight him like a hero, man. That's a true hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fights him. He ends up winning without his strength, mm-hmm. uh, and he's looking over the edge, and this pillar's falling, and Meg runs up and just pushes him out of the way, and she gets crushed by the pillar, mm-hmm. uh, and deals off because Meg got harmed. You yeah, know? so he gets his strength back. He's he able to take the pillar back, off of her. Takes the takes the pillar off, goes to Pegasus, and is going to go fate uh, Hades. Nice little joke for uh, Peyton there. <laughs> he go, he goes in a. He goes and fights Hades. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and the Titans. And the Titans, yeah. So he goes off and he beats the Titans in like literally 10 seconds. Oh, like easy. Just destroys like, them and throws them way into outer space and they get exploded. Like I don't understand. Like we see them coming up the mountain and Zeus is like throwing lightning bolts down and they do nothing. But all of a sudden they just start doing something. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> they, the Titans took out all the gods so easily mm-hmm. and then the second hercules shows up they're powerless yeah and they're just defeated so easy but it's because this movie is really wanting to get to the end In like the it's, it's trying to get to that final little bit but it's whatever yeah hercules defeats the titans which is his 11th trial mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, you you could say wait but this, he beat the cyclops too yes yeah, one of the titans no nah, so this is trial 11 
12, 13, and 14. No, he, not all monsters are in trials. 15. This is 15 trials. So, Which is not... A, no, it no, should be Yes, 12. it is. It's 15 trials. Hey, it's okay. I'm, I'm just let Connor <laughs> have, have it. Fact. Just have let him have it. Fun fact. Because I have one last fi- fun fact, and it correlates with 12 and 12, and it's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Well, we'll get there. All right. So he defeats all the Titans, um, and then goes back to see Meg, and she dead. And yeah, so he's like, I'm going to go save her. So he goes to the underworld. Somehow, he gets to the underworld. I mean, it's established that you can get to the underworld. Yeah, but how would he know how to get to the underworld? I mean, he has Pegasus. Pegasus right. got him everywhere. Yeah. Without even knowing where like, to yeah. go. Pegasus was really smart. He was like up on Mount Olympus. He was probably just like, hey, Dad, how do I get to the underworld? That's true. No, he but Thebes... Was where Meg was. Like he went to Thebes and then went to the underworld. I mean, he also could have probably just gone to, yeah, back up to Mount Olympus and, and be like, "Oh yeah, Ayo, Dad, where uh, where that underworld okay. at?" Okay. Anyways, yeah, he goes to the underworld, um, and finds Hades and makes a deal with Hades, saying like, "If first I off, can... he he tames Cerberus." Yeah, he does. Just bust through the door with that man. Trial sixteen. Okay, he's 16 and he has three heads. Uh, okay. But it's one being. Okay, you, you doing that? Then that Hydra? The Hydra is 40 trials. <laughs> if, if it's if it's by the number of heads they have. <laughs> you're right, you're right. All right, service is fine. That's not a trial. He just tamed, Where are we up hey. to then? Like, what, 59? <laughs> yeah, something like that. He just tames. This whole 12 just, trial thing is not really working out for you, is it? He just, he just tames them. He hey, I like them. it. Thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> and he makes a deal with Hades. He's like, if I can get Meg, and ooh, ooh, this is an animation detail that got missed. So he's able on the stone bridge to dip his hands into the to the river of the dead, the lake of the dead, mm-hmm. um, and like touch it. But when he goes to jump in, it's like super far down. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking okay. about. Okay. It took me a second. Get, to figure I, out y'all what looked at me say. like yeah. I was crazy. I'm like, nah, yeah. dude. I know for no, it, a fact. Yeah, it took it he, took me a second, but then it yeah, clicked. He and takes a like, knee and like reaches in the water, and then later when he goes to jump in, it's like a cliff. It's like a so twenty foot dive. It like a, before it was like a <laughs> was pond right, right yeah. in front of him, and then it became like there was like a ledge. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do know what you're talking about. I was confused for a second. Yeah, uh, but he makes a deal. He's like, you know, me and Meg will trade places. I'll go get her, take her out. And he shakes on it, and he's like, "This is the deal." We'll trade places, and Hades is like, "Yeah, if you can get her, you know, get her back out. She's free. It's fine." Mm-hmm. So he jumps in, and Hades goes, "Yeah, but you're not gonna get her in time. You're gonna be dead by the time you get to her." Um, so and so as he swims, he starts to age yeah, very rapidly. Very rapidly. Come an old man gets really scrawny again, like it's starting to look a lot like a skeleton. Like mm-hmm. his skin is like just very tight, you know, mm-hmm. like that just. You know, that old starving, like, that's kind of what he looks like. Um, and right as he's about to die, he's, like, right about reaching out to Meg. The fates, Meg. The fates, the fates have, have his, the string. have the thread, and they go to cut it, and it, like, turns gold. And they can't cut it. And he comes back out, and now he's, like, a god. Mm-hmm. Because he became a true hero. Which mm-hmm. was, like, the stipulation for becoming a god again was he had to become a true hero. Yeah. Uh, so after his 12, 12 trials, he became a true hero. Yes. Uh, which is the last the last trial. It's him deciding he wanted to switch places mm-hmm. with uh, with Meg. 
I had the question, is it becoming a true hero makes you a god? Or does it, if you were a god that turned mortal, you have to become a true hero again to become a god again? Because... I think all gods have to be true heroes. Okay. Well, not. I mean, I wouldn't call Hades a true hero. Yeah. Um, maybe that's just the pathway to, like, going back to becoming a god. Like, it's like a Thor situation. Like, to be able to go back to Asgard, you gotta be worthy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I think it's on the same vein of like becoming worthy again. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would go with the second. But like you said. anybody become worthy in that universe. Like, that's what I'm saying was because there's like a double standard as in Meg saves Hercules and it doesn't become a God, but Hercules saves Meg. No. Cause, well, cause, cause Hercules was of the Royal God blood. I think you that's have to, I, was, I think you have that's to, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Cause, cause the, the Greek gods are like nobility and royalty. So I think you have to have the blood to become a God. But I think anyone who was like, part god or something if they become a true hero maybe they could become a god i don't really know how that works okay but he is fully god by blood yes like fully greek god yeah yes so like i don't know it's yeah but he becomes god and he punches hades down into the river or the i guess it's more of like a whirlpool going down into a yeah it's like um, a it's like a giant green toilet drain of dead souls. It does. It makes that sound too. Yeah, and he like gets uh, sucked down into it, and we don't know if he dies or lives or whatever. But he doesn't like it. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, he's God, so. Is a God, yeah. Yeah. Well, he he's a God. Like, yes. He's a God. Yes. Yeah. So he can't die. He just has to be down there forever. Um, mm-hmm. and then Hercules gets back up to mount olympus and has meg and's like or goes to meg's has her soul puts meg's soul back in her body then they go up to mount olympus and they're all celebrating that he's a god Mm -hmm. yada 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 they're like you can finally come home and live here and he's like i don't want to i want to stay with meg yeah he he realized like and that's that's kind of the arc of the movie is that like he thinks he wants to be a god like he was meant to be but he realizes what he really wants to be was like with Meg. Yeah. So, so he sweet. just gives up his like immortality, which I don't really understand how that works. Like, do you 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 don't have to live on Mount Olympus to be a like a god? Yeah. I, don't know I was conf- I was kind of confused. I don't with know that why too. he can't just keep his immortality and live with Meg till she shit di- till she dies and then like go f- live on Mount Olympus. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it's because he wants to grow old with her, is the thing. Like he wants to live out his life with her. I don't think he wants to like live forever and like, because like he if doesn't want really ha- to. He, does, someone, he doesn't want to have to outlive life. them by yeah. forever. Yeah, because I feel like that would really suck. Like you'd see them die and then you'd have to like move on and you're literally gonna live forever. Like if that's the person you really love, like you're gonna want to be with them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of that was his motivation. Is he's like, no, I want to like actually, you know, like live with her so yeah. okay then that makes i think that's i think that's why me. he made that choice it wasn't like choosing her meant he couldn't be a god i think he chose to not be a god so he could live out his life with her okay yeah yeah, yeah. like moral yeah. of the story really nice ending mm-hmm. all that but imagine giving up immortality for a girl, for a just girl <laughs> that you just met tell like, me hercules ain't a simp he Tell me he's like, not. He, he, he is. is. He, he is. I have S to the I to the M to the P. Yes. Simp. <laughs> Squirrels in my pants. Yes. Yeah. So he gives up. He gives up becoming. He gives up becoming 
a god. So, like, he still retains his strength, so he's still part a little bit, but, like, he's not. Does that make sense? Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like if you give it up, you give it up all the way. Yeah, he didn't give up his strength. He just went back to who he was before. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I feel like he probably should have given it all up. Like, it's either give it he all just up. Went, he went back to, like, his middle saturation Yeah, I guess. Level. Yeah, he just went back to what he was his whole life. Mm-hmm. Who he didn't think he wanted to be, and now he realized that's who he really is. Yeah. Which is like the, you know, the message, and it's like, you know, you don't have to... What is the moral of the story? Because I feel like there's a few. There's like the whole, um, like a true hero isn't... Um, he's Like Zeus says, like, a true hero isn't known by like their fame, but by their it's, heart it's, or something. A true, me- a true hero is not measured by their strength, but by... By the strength of their heart. By the strength of their heart. Yeah. I think that is kind... That's, like, the main takeaway from it. But then there's also, like, the whole, like, self-acceptance, accepting who you are kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and you aspire to be other stuff. Which is kind of, like, what Shark Tale wanted to get at a little bit. But but didn't do well. Terrible job. (laughs) Imagine learning something from Shark Tale. (laughs) Could not be. I learned learned that I don't like Shark Tale. I learned how not to make a bad movie and how to, like, do things better i learned that voice cast doesn't really matter that much yeah Yeah. so yeah that's that's hercules that's kind of all one last song in a star is born is the very end of the song um come on i don't remember that one you don't remember that one absolute banger it's when okay it's the muses are wrapping it up and they're like look zeus put a portrait of hercules in the sky and it's stars and then all the thieves characters are like they're nudging each other and they go hey that's phil's boy oh it's a little the the callback to phil earlier being like i just want someone and then when they see him they're like that's phil's Phil's boy and then phil like phil also looks up at the stars and is like yo my dream has come true like this is it oh yeah because he also had the scroll of the person in the shape of the stars, and it was like Which Her- was Hercules. it was Hercules. Yeah, hundred percent. Just Hercules. Like it was, I feel it was the exact same animation. They just oh, copied yeah. and pasted it mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> but and that's the that's the end of the movie. Uh, everyone lives mm-hmm. happily ever after. What a good ending for Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh yeah, finally, he got what he wanted. You know? He did finally. He got and his dream. So. I think this is such an underrated Disney movie. Really? Because I, I don't think a lot of people talk about this movie. Because when think, people talk about like Disney Renaissance movies specifically, this isn't the one they talk about. They talk about Lion King? They talk about Lion King, Mulan. Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Mulan, all the other ones. And then Hercules, Hunchback, Rescuers Down Under. Like it's literally all of them I think above Hercules. Tarzan, Tarzan's about. above this one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're all above this one and wouldn't people talk about it? I talk a lot about Hercules. I know, like, but you're I talk not everyone. That is true. Got him. That is true. <laughs> I'm saying like I think the majority of people this is a movie they kind of forget about. Not as forgotten as some other movies, but it's the most not it's it's the most forgotten I think of the popular Disney Renaissance movies. Cuz it's not as forgotten as Rescuers Down Under, but no one knows that's it's, Disney Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know it until you said it earlier. Yeah. So. so, but I think it's super good movie. Got one of the best villains. Like oh, yeah. Disney, Disney makes good villains. Mm-hmm. Like they, especially they Disney do. Renaissance. That's that was their thing. Was like good strong villains. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's a very good villain. Hades is. Um, 
not the best villain. I think there's other better villains, but he's still like very well written villain. Um, I think the main character in Hercules and Phil and Meg, they all have good character arcs. You know, I think they they develop all the characters well, which I think is a good thing that not a lot of movies can do. Um, is like develop all the characters. Most movies can give the main character a good character arc. But I feel like the main three characters, giving them all a good character arc, mm-hmm. it's tough. Hey, but they did well. They yeah. did well. It's a solid movie. Look at Disney with their good writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think maybe to end this one, usually, so we usually like say who our favorite character is, but this one has, like, there's not a lot of characters. Oh, okay. So who was your favorite monster that he fought? Monster that he fought? Yeah. Um Ooh. Just, just because like a... it doesn't matter. Like you just kind of pick one. It really doesn't matter. I'm just trying to think of something we could do different to end this one because there's okay. not a lot of characters in this movie. There's not. I mean, like that we really I personally know. have a fairy, favorite character. Okay, well, all who's right, your good. Character? You go first. Then. Um, Hermes. Yeah, uh, it's the messenger, the one that like is always like, "Hey, have a flower. I brought you flowers. I brought you flowers." My favorite line from him is, "Um, uh, sir, he's been captured. All of them have been captured." I've been captured as he's getting taken off. It's really mm-hmm. funny to me. Um, I love that line. Did you ask for character. favorite character or favorite monster? He, well, no, he I did ask for favorite monster, monster. But I'm about to go into favorite monster. I was about to say, oh, I was like, what question are you answering? <laughs> I was, he said there was not a lot of characters, and I said, I have actually have a favorite character. All right. Um, well, good but, for you, because I don't have one. Nice. When? Yeah, so I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stay over there. That's what I thought. <laughs> Um, but my favorite monster, ooh, that is tough. I'd have to say the one, uh, the bird. The bird's my favorite one. The bird one? Yeah. Okay. Which trial number is that? <laughs> four. 42? Three, three or four. Well, I mean, the Hydra is like 40. So it's it makes four. it like 43. It's four because he fights the boar, <laughs> he fights the boar, then he fights the bird. I got it. Okay. What about you, Joe? You got a favorite character slash favorite monster slash both? <laughs> uh, I'd say probably favorite monster would be when he fights Cyclops because that's kind of like the beginning of mm-hmm. trial number 11 sure <laughs> it's kind of the beginning of like the third act to where he starts to like it's after he has his strength mm-hmm. taken away so it's him starting to realize that it is more about like his heart than his like physical strength. Yeah. So it's one of the more compelling parts of his story arc mm-hmm. throughout all of the monsters that he fights. So I like that one. What about you, Peyton? Well, so if we're going to do favorite character, mine is for sure Pain. Okay. I like Pain a whole lot more than I like Panic. I think, I think Pain is the better character. I don't like Panic. I don't know. I like Pain. I think he's a really solid character. Yeah. Um, he's just super funny. Just because of the coming your most lugubriousness, <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. My favorite monster. Uh, do the fates count as a monster? Because I think they're kind of like little monsters, and I think they'd be like if I'm gonna like classify as like a monster, I'd say them. But also if we're talking like the big monsters, it's gotta be the Hydra, because okay. I feel like that one puts up the biggest fight. Yeah. All the other ones go down so easy, and the Hydra like kept on fighting back. Yeah. Uh, but the fates are also. Thought about them for favorite character. I don't know if they count as one or as three, but they're super funny. It's fine. It's fine. They, they just share in the eyeball and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're super solid. 
I also really like Zeus in this movie, even though he's kind of stupid sometimes mm-hmm. and like kind of a bad dad at times. But for the most part, he's kind of enjoyable. He's he seems like a nice guy, you know. Yeah, he's pretty down to earth for being the biggest god of them all. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and he was voiced by my man Rip Torn. Rest in peace. He died last year. But most famously known, at least in my book, as Patches O'Houlihan from Dodgeball, which is yeah. legendary character. Mm-hmm, so yeah. so funny. So yeah, I just liked hearing that voice. Yeah. Even though Peyton confused him with John Goodman. He sounds kind of like John Goodman. I know. I didn't think he was John Goodman. But I said, he oh, sounds no. like John Goodman. Does he not? I feel like that was kind of the vibe they were going for when they casted this, I, too. Yeah. Like, he sounds like John Goodman. I, I knew I, he I, wasn't I John Goodman, that. but he sounds like I can him. see that. Um, you know, we, we didn't talk about a lot. We didn't even talk about that Disney introduced one of those, but it's fine. Yeah, you in know? 1997, Disney introduced the hottest meme trend of 2015. Yeah. What oh, are those? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, Payne shows up in those air hercs, <laughs> Hades turns and goes, what are those? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, are my, they are my Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> he, was saying, he said something like, I thought they looked pretty fire. <laughs> Basically is what he says. <laughs> but I, I think that's all the time we've got this week. Uh, thank you for listening. If, you're, if you did listen to this, um, we appreciate it. Uh, if you want to go ahead and follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to us on, um, and also go follow us on social media at the Act Four Podcast. We got a little form there in our bio that you can put movie suggestions for future episodes and just feedback about our podcast in general. We appreciate it, uh, and I think that's a wrap. Mm-hmm.